Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. I'm Lee Lonsberry. This is episode 16. Thanks for listening. You heard in that last segment from Lieutenant Governor Spencer Cox. He's running for governor of the great state of Utah. He, along with a number of others, including John Huntsman, who will join us in studio later in the program. I have a question about John Huntsman. Maybe you can help me via the text line. Uh, that's 57500, the Utah Community Credit Union text line. I'll Google this and figure out the, the answer, but I'd love to hear uh, from you, if you, see if you know uh, faster than I can Google. He has served as governor here of the state, and he has been an ambassador uh, to Singapore and China and most recently Russia. He has worn a lot of hats which carry with them some important titles. When he comes in here, how am I to refer to him? Is it, uh, hey, good afternoon, Ambassador. Hey, good afternoon, Governor. Hey, good afternoon, Mr. Huntsman. I, I'm not 100% sure. Uh, I, that's been a question nagging at me throughout the morning, and I just haven't had uh, the time to, to kind of find out and read and learn what the right answer is. 57500. Uh, let me know how I should refer to, to John Huntsman. He's going to join us just after 2 o'clock here in studio to talk about uh, why he feels he's best suited to uh, return to the governor's mansion and lead this great state as the governor. The reason we're joined here uh, today talking in this segment, and I'm sorry, I'm going to apologize in advance. We're going back to impeachment. Uh, but there have been some developments in the past little while. We have heard from uh, Senator Lindsey Graham. He made it known very recently uh, that he intended on working with Mitch McConnell to see about changing the rules of the Senate to allow for the commencement of a Senate trial regarding these articles uh, without Nancy Pelosi's uh, transmission or transmission of the of the articles to the House. The way typical legislation and resolutions work in Congress is in either the House or the Senate. And you know this. I, I'm going to be saying stuff you learned uh, in, in high school, in schoolhouse rock lessons. Uh, but bear with me. The way it goes, just to refresh it, the way it goes is a member of Congress originates uh, a piece of legislation. They draft it. Uh, they either do so themselves or they work with uh, the Legislative Affairs Office. And they get themselves an actual printed uh, piece of legislation. They walk it down to, on the, on the House side, they walk it down to a thing called the hopper. They drop it in there. There's a clerk there who assigns it a number. That's where the numbers come from. So uh, HRES, whatever, uh, you'll get the number at that moment. Uh, later on, we're going to talk about uh, a Senate resolution uh, introduced by Josh Hawley. That's 463, Senate Resolution 463. It got that number, 463, the moment it was introduced. It then, from there, is assigned to a different committee where there's some debate and some vote, and then ultimately, uh, if all are in agreement or sufficient number uh, are in agreement, it is then sent to the floor of the House. Again, if this is for bills originating on the House. So that's happened. Uh, that has happened with these articles, and now, uh, as all of these bills are required, they must be sent over to the Senate. That hasn't happened. Uh, Speaker Pelosi has decided to uh, stall that portion of uh, regular order, it's called. And so uh, we are left to speculate why. And, you know, that's a conversation for a different time in a different segment. Uh, we are also left then to ask ourselves, is that the only way this can happen? 
And for the last few weeks, I think since the impeachment vote, we just presumed that it was. Uh, but some smart folks have started looking around and thinking, and there are some senators who have decided to take some bold action, uh, including Senator Graham, who has made it known that he uh, intends to work with uh, Speaker McCurry, I'm sorry, Leader McConnell, to see if we can get this thing going without uh, without those uh, without the Speaker of the House sending the articles over to the Senate. So uh, I mentioned Josh Hawley. He's a guy from Missouri, a senator. He introduced Senate Resolution 463. Let me uh, let you hear directly from him on what he's up to. Madam President, I am introducing a resolution to update the Senate's rules to account for this unprecedented attempt by the Speaker of the House to delay, to deny, to obstruct a trial in the United States Senate. Let's be clear, this has never been done before. It's not even been thought of before. Nobody had thought before Speaker Pelosi launched this gambit 19 days ago. No one had ever thought that the House could sit on articles of impeachment indefinitely in order to stop a Senate trial. And if the Constitution is going to remain in effect, if the Senate is going to have the power as the Constitution provides to try cases, if the president is going to get his day in court, if the American people are going to have the ability to have this issue resolved, to see the facts, to get a verdict, the Senate has to act. And so today I am proposing new rules in the United States Senate that will set a time limit on the actions of the House. It will give the House Speaker 25 days from the date that the articles were adopted and published, 25 days, to transmit those articles here to the Senate, to exhibit them as the House rules and Senate rules currently uh, speak of and anticipate. And if that is not done, if in 25 days the House Speaker has not acted so that the Senate is able to move forward with a trial, then under my resolution and the change in the rules that I propose today, the Senate would be able to introduce a motion to dismiss these articles for lack of prosecution. Interesting. That's Josh Hawley, Missouri. You just heard from him describing a resolution he's introducing into the Senate, uh, which would put a time limit on how long the Speaker of the House could hold on to these articles of impeachment. That has been co-sponsored by 10 uh, Republican senators. I'll read you the list of names. That's James Inhofe, uh, David Perdue, Joni Ernst, Tom Cotton, uh, John Barrasso, Steve Daines, Ted Cruz, Marsha Blackburn, uh, Mike Braun, and Rick Scott. Many of those names you recognize. You certainly recognize the name Ted Cruz. Now, I did a little bit of Googling, and ProPublica maintains a, a fascinating tool which allows you to take the names of any two legislator and they will compare their voting record. You can set them side by side and you will learn uh, what percentage of the time are they in agreement. Uh, so I wondered, I, I know that Ted Cruz and Senator Mike Lee are very close. I wondered uh, how close they were because I, I see that uh, on this list of co-sponsors of this Josh Hawley resolution, uh, I didn't see Mike Lee. Well, I learned that uh, Ted Cruz and Mike Lee uh, have voted together 92% of the time within the 116th Congress. So uh, for, for some reason, uh, and it could be it could be a, a secretarial reason. I mean, the, the way that these co-sponsorships come about is all uh, done on the staff level. Ultimately, the the member uh, makes the decision whether or not uh, to to co-sponsor, uh, but sometimes there's uh, a little bit of a delay. So I'd, I'd like to talk to the to Senator Mike Lee uh, in our next segment about this very measure as well as the measure uh, proposed by 
Senator Graham to move forward with these articles or move, at least move forward with the trial uh, in the Senate without uh, without having received the articles from Speaker Pelosi. Uh, also, there's a question of witnesses. Uh, will there be or won't there be? We've learned in the last hour that uh, Mitch McConnell claims that uh, they have the votes. He says, quote, we have the votes. Once the impeachment trial has begun to pass a resolution, essentially the same, very similar to the 100 nothing vote in the Clinton trial, which sets up, as you may recall, uh, what could best be described as uh, phase one. And that, what he's describing there is they have the votes, uh, according to leader Mitch McConnell, to uh, carry out a trial without these uh, witnesses. So that's kind of interesting. Uh, we learned yesterday about uh, Bolt, John Bolton, former National Security Advisor, making it known that uh, he would respond to a subpoena if sent his way. Uh, so that's the update on what's going on impeachment-wise. Thank you for enduring it. I know that impeachment kind of makes your gla- uh, your eyes glaze over. Uh, and if I'm honest, I'm starting to get a bit tired of it, too. I'm ready for the next phase. Uh, so hopefully that'll come soon. We're going to talk about that next phase, and we're going to talk about some of the details regarding the trial in the Senate with your Senator, Mike Lee. He's calling in in the next segment here on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.